if you don't love your wife and true to your wife, and if yeah. you're not faithful to your kids, and if you don't live a life of integrity and honor, you are not a man. I don't care how well you can shoot your M4. Right. And this is hard for guys to understand. A man is as a man does. Hey guys, you're listening to the Rain in Life podcast, a movement for all men to rise up and take hold of their identities in Christ. You know those moments where you're sitting alone, no one else is around you, and that little question starts to peck at you. It starts to linger a little bit longer than you would want it to. It's that question that you've been asking yourself since you were a little boy, a teenager, and maybe now as a grown man, maybe you even have your own kids and you're still asking yourself this question. Gentlemen, have you ever wondered, am I a man? Am I actually created and designed the right way? Or is there something missing? Is there something that isn't right? Is there something that I don't have inside of me that I'm supposed to have to support my family, my friends? Guys, I want to introduce our guest today. He's a pastor, a host of the Men in the Arena podcast. He's most importantly an author of nine books and he's got the Field Guide, the a Men's Bathroom book, and uh, now the Man Card, Five Characteristics separating men from boys. Gentlemen, he is Jim Ramos. Jim, how are you today, man? Hey, I'm good. Thanks so much for having me on the show. I'm honored and uh, blessed that you would uh, have me on. Dude, as soon as I heard your podcast and just started getting connected with everything that you guys are doing over at Men in the Arena, I knew my audience needed to hear this, man. So I'm so glad that you were willing to just come on. And hey, real quick, I want to start off and by way of just introducing everything that you're doing by giving you uh, a scenario that I went through and that I'm sure many, many other men have gone through. you mind? Go for it. All right, here we go. So I was a young Lance Corporal in E3 in the military, and I was surrounded with other males. And while reading your book, <laughs> I have to be very careful that I address them as such. Yes, sir. I was surrounded by other males from different corners of the United States. And what's interesting there is that you actually get to see different perspectives. I got to talk to a guy from Kentucky and what a man means to him and a guy from California. I'm from New Jersey. And then a guy from Washington State. And you know what? We all had different definitions. And so I, uh, we were talking about my recent endeavors, just messing around with other females. And uh, I had a superior tell me, Hey, so did you seal the deal? And I said, no, I wasn't able to this and this and this happened. He said, give me your man card. And I was like, <laughs> you know, I'm kind of ashamed. He's shaming me in front of my friends. And I said, I, I don't have a man card. So I'm not kidding, Jim. He goes home. He makes me a man card, puts my name on it, laminates it, gives it to me the next day. Then he's like, hey, here's your man card. I was like, oh, you know, thanks. I guess, you know, I don't know what this means. I'm 19 years old. Then he rips it out of my hand and hole punches it. He's like, hey, that's a first hit on your man card. What do you got to say to that man? Well, I would say uh, manhood is not defined in how many women's that you can, women you can violate before you're married. I would say true manhood is how many women you can honor before you get married. And the wow. only number that wow. really matters if you're a man is this number, one. That's it. One woman. All your life, I've got my, uh, I've got a, a relative who's a single guy, 52 years old. Yes. And he was bragging to me. He lives in Newport Beach area. He was bragging to me about, hey, I've had sex with 200 women. And I said, well, I've had sex with one woman 2,000 times. So who's the, who's got the, PA, <laughs> who's got the PhD now? Who's the man now? And this That's is right. the problem is that, is that these guys, they, you know, they, we have this phrase going around that I hate it, toxic masculinity. Right. And, and masculinity is never toxic. It's, right. it's not 
toxic. Toxic masculinity is an oxymoron. But people who are toxic in this world are males. Mm. And this is the difference. There's a difference between being a man and being a male. And I would tell your uh, your uh, overseer who gave you that man card, I would say, give me your man card, you child. He's probably <laughs> married, too. I'd like to say, how many women have you slept with since you've been married? Give me your man card. In fact, right. I've got a metal man card that we have, and it has our five-fold definition of man- manhood on it. I'll, and we'll send you our metal man card Ooh, so you can show it. him and go, hey, do you have your man card? You know what, Jim? Uh, it feels good to be on this <laughs> side of it because um, as we're recording this, this is almost eight years ago. I am yeah. now, you know, after eight years of serving as an enlisted Marine, I'm now a lieutenant. And uh, that Marine didn't make it another six months in the military. He was court-martialed, yeah. busted down to private, and then kicked out. So uh, needless to say, when you go into the military trying to become a man, sometimes uh, you don't really find what you're looking for when you're when you're just an a male, like you were saying, well, but, and this is, this is the problem with manhood is that we, uh, misinterpret manhood different. We don't have a target to shoot at. I'm a huge fan of the military. My, I had a yeah. relative who was a minute man of the revolutionary war. My wow. grandpa flew, uh, D-Day flew P-51s on D-Day. My father-in-law is a one nine Marine walking dead, uh, Vietnam, huge fan of it. But the hard part is we can be at the top of our game as a warrior Yes. Like, for example, like a Navy SEAL, top right. of the game of the warrior. But we can be a wimp when it comes to other manly things, like a SEAL during peacetime. They're a 90% divorce rate. So That's we right. can have this ultimate man warrior on one end and be the biggest wimp pansy on the other end. And so we have to be really careful as men to not compartmentalize our lives, but to realize that manhood is holistic in its viewpoint. Yes. It, it encompasses the whole man, not just the warrior, not just the the the, the husband not just the friend, but it encompasses yes. all things. Yes. So good. Hey, Jim, I want to just be obedient to the spirit because I understand that there's going to be a guy out there, there's one man, and maybe it's you that has to go. He has to drop this episode and he's not going to be able to finish everything that we have. So I'm going to do something unorthodox. I'm going to do a plug here about everything that you have to offer, man. And I want this yeah. guy, whoever it is, to at least get connected with everything that you're doing, man. And then right there, right after that, we'll jump to everything about the book and we'll talk a little bit more. But real quick, tell us about your website, the free book that you're giving out, your podcast, your forum. What do you got? Yeah, so our mission is to build it, to trust Jesus Christ, to build an army of men or a Marine Corps of men. I love it. You heard that, right? <laughs> you're not army. You're soldier. You're not soldiers. You're Marines. I get it. That's right. We want, to build, we want to build this conglomerate, this army of men in the arena who are becoming their best version through Jesus Christ. And so because we're doing that, we do a couple of things on a grand scale. Uh, yes. We have a podcast, the Men in the Arena podcast, where we ec- we interview experts in the field of manhood. And then we we couple that every week with a 10-minute equipping men in 10. And and that that podcast has grown from 10,000 downloads in our first year to year three will be around 100,000 this year. That's amazing, And it's man. really grown. And we have two forums for men that are really we're excited about. We have a Men in the Arena Facebook group for men. Right. That grew from zero in the last into three years, three years ago to over 8,200, 8,300 men from 86 nations. Wow. And, and then we just, we have a lot of guys saying, Hey, I don't have, I don't have Facebook. I don't, you know, so we just started, we're in the test driving phases of a forum through our website at meninthearena.org that we're really, really excited about. We only have 50 guys test driving this right now. Okay. So when that launches, I see that becoming a, a primary platform. So yes. those are some really easy things to do. And when a guy goes onto our website, they can sign up for my bathroom book for men. 
Yes. Uh, that book I wrote for men who don't read books. We take math, masculine words in the Bible and I put stories. I'm a, I'm a hunter. I'm a fisherman. I'm an athlete. And we put hunting, fishing kind of, it's very, a man, it's a manly book. It's not this pansy, yes. you know, generic man thing. It's a, it's a manly book. They can get that for free. No strings attached. Uh, we offer all of our e-books e for free to missionaries, men in underdeveloped nations, and any of our soldiers serving overseas. If you're overseas, we just send that stuff to you for free. It's electronic, but we want to awesome. support our guys overseas. And so that's what we do there. Um, and then the other thing we do is when we do give you that e-book, we get your email address, and we send out a weekly equipping blast for men. It's not a marketing tool. It's strictly right. To equip our men in the arena, because that guy in the arena, that guy swinging the sword, that guy locking and loading his uh, M4, that right. guy in the arena is our MVP. Right. He is the guy that we have to make him win because when a man gets it, everyone wins. Mm, so I we want. So that. we send out a weekly equipping blast to these guys, and it's just it is the best thing I've ever seen, and sure. it's free. All the things I just listed are free, hundred percent free. And and you know yeah. I went on to Amazon and I found your bathroom book for men, uh, the uh -huh. field guide. For $15. Guys, for free. Pick it up. It's nice. Every single page. You can read through it. Just put it right there behind your uh your your toilet seat right there on the bat in the bathroom. And hey, as soon as you get a moment, just pick it up and and, and read on. Yeah, so, and we just we really want to cater to our, our guys overseas as missionaries, as soldiers, as Marines. And so that the electronic stuff, they can get that. And we were able to do that because we're a crowdfunded organization and we've got yes. financial champions that back us so that we can do that. So it's pretty exciting to see uh, how God is expanding our movement through those things. So good. So good. So Jim, let's just uh, jump into the bulk of what I wanted to cover in this episode. And we're going to just kind of overview the book, the man card, the real man card right here, guys. So <laughs> I'm going to put links in the description below. So if you want to check this out on Amazon, it's going to be there for you. Jim, tell me what is the difference between a man and a male? So a man, a man does five things that we, so first of all, let me say this, men in our country are very confused mm. about what a man is. We've uh, had a, a multitude of shootings in recent days in our country, right? Uh, mostly they are mostly white males between 18 and 26, 27. Right. And even on the news right now, people are starting to say, wow, men are confused. These young guys don't get it. They don't understand. And so when we, when we wrote the man card, we wrote that to give men a target to shoot at. The original title of the book was actually Aim Small, Miss Small. Mm. <laughs> uh, that was the original title. Yeah. But we thought it would might offend some of our tree hugger people. And so, <laughs> uh, so we changed it to make it more, more generic for guys. But uh, So we identified five things that separate a man from a boy. So a man does these five things. A male does not, or he does two of the five or three of the okay. five. So. These five things are in the progressive verb tense, and, and we can unpack these. But if you imagine you're climbing a mountain, right? Yes. So the trailhead is protecting integrity. The climb, the resistance, the climb, the ascent is fighting apathy. Yes. The summit of manhood, the apex of manhood is pursuing God passionately. And we can unpack this. Yes. The descent of manhood is what I call the is I call it leading courageously. Yes. And then the trails end is what I call finishing strong, protecting integrity, fighting apathy, pursuing God passionately, leading courageously, finishing strong. Those five things are what a man is and what a man does. And a man who is not a man, a male, does not do those five things. He's yes. the guy 
saying, hey, I've got 14 women to my credit. That's not what a man does. A man That's says, right. I'm waiting till I'm married to, to give everything I have to one woman. So That's right. this is what separates a male from a man. Hey guys, I hope you're enjoying the show. Real quick, there are guys out there that need to hear this, and maybe you know someone that needs to hear this specifically. Guys, would you take a quick moment, and if the Lord is putting this on your heart, share this with them. And if you're listening to this on YouTube, go ahead and click that like button. Don't forget to subscribe. Let's get back to the show. If you stay tuned, we're actually going to put out another episode where we dig deep into each one of those aspects of those characteristics of being a man. And that's going to be at this link right here or down in the description. You're going to find the link for that. So please check that out. That's going to be big. But as you're saying all of that, Jim, I, I'm actually, I actually got to put this into practice this week. Talk about this book a little bit more. I was asking guys in my circle, hey, what is a man? What do you think a man is? When did you become a man? You know, and, and that and that was a thing that kind of tripped me up because again, being in the Marine Corps, I get exposed to every corner of the United States, a whole bunch of different parts of the world telling me what they think a man is. One guy told me today, I don't ever think I'll actually be, be feel like a man until my father dies. Almost like he has to replace this benchmark figure that he has set up. Another man agreed with me that it was... Um, being able to impregnate women and have a bunch of kids that made you a man or separating from your parents as an adult and moving out. That's the thing that made you a man. So can we just debunk a couple of uh, manhood myths? Uh, yeah. I know in the book, man, I read something that was a little troubling. You you, you say that manhood is not a job title. I, I don't know, man. I'm a Marine. Can you convince me that uh, manhood doesn't mean it's a job title? What do you got? So, hey, you're a Marine and I know you Marines, uh, you're always a Marine. My 70-year-old father-in-law is a Marine. That's if right. If I ever say he was a Marine, he corrects me. <laughs> but the bottom line is your assignment as a Marine will be gone in a year, in two years. That's so, right, so once that's gone, what's your next assignment? If you're hanging your hat on being a Marine. So for example, um, I read a book called River of Doubt. Uh, Teddy Roosevelt took his son Kermit and they explored this river in uh, the Brazilian uh, rainforest. And at the end of that trip, a couple years later, Teddy died of, of sicknesses from that event. His son, mm. Kermit, committed suicide. Lewis and Clark, this huge expedition finding a water-only passage from the East Coast to the West Coast. Yes. Just a few years after that event, Lewis shoots himself. In fact, he, he doesn't kill himself the first time, so he shoots himself twice to finally kill himself. Yeah. Why are these guys – why are Marines killing themselves at a, or soldiers and Marines yeah. Yeah, at a rate sure. of 22 – what is it, 22 per day? or every, yes. I can't remember the stat. Why is that? Well, here's why, man. Because once your assignment, a.k.a. your job, is over, then what? The problem with men, uh, Rain, is that we get, we get into a circle of men in any kind of, uh, any kind of social gathering. I call it a manhood pissing contest. Yeah, What's that's what it is. What's the first question? We, we kind of pull out our wieners type of thing. Sorry about that. No, we dude, kind of, so to speak, we say, what's your name? What do you do? That's right. Is your wife good looking? How big, how cool is your car? We have this kind of manhood pissing contest. And the hard part is it always revolves around other things that don't really matter to manhood. And so these assignments that we have, uh, these things that we possess, these all go away. And if yes. we're going to me measure that on as the ultimate man, the ultimate man, the ultimate alpha male is Jesus Christ. He said, right. I am the alpha and the omega. That's right. And he said, the son of man has no place to lay his head. So Jesus was homeless. He was supported by a group of women, mm. you know, I mean, from all intents and purposes in America, he would not be seen as a man yet. We have to, we admit that he's the ultimate man. So we yeah. have to go, okay, so if he's the ultimate man, 
how do we how do we address that and identify with him as the ultimate man instead of identifying with our career? Yeah. Absolutely. I hope that makes, I hope that no, makes sense. It, yeah, a hundred percent. And you know, and again, in reaching out to my, my close circle of friends, I asked, so where have you believed lies about manhood? And somebody told me, I believe that my emotions, me showing emotion was uh, something that disqualified me from manhood. And, and in your book, you include anatomy uh, is the thing that makes you a man or, or maybe, you know, because I'm, I'm five, five, 165 pounds. Maybe you're more of a man cause you're six, two, 200 and what? Six foot two fifty. Two fifty, yeah. yeah. So, or or age, your talent, your social status. You you break these things down in your book, and you say this is not what defines a man. Would you just speak real quick to the young man who's believing these lies, who's buying into this stuff, trying to pursue a social status, trying to perfect a talent? I, I did this in wrestling, guys. I thought this was my identity. Yeah. Um, uh, trying to pursue this age. What do you got for them, Jim? Well, here's what I would say, man. I mean, I drive a I drive a lifted four-wheel dive Toyota Tundra. I have another buddy that drives a little crappy Prius. Yes. We can both, we're both men. I know poets. I know, I know a rednecks. I know construction workers. I know musicians. I know vegans. God help them. I know meditarians. <laughs> yes, baby. I mean, men, men, men come in all shapes. I know round tomato shaped guys. Yeah. I know, you know, yoke guys like you. I, I know guys that are seven foot. I know guys that are five foot four. Yeah. You know, guys come in all shapes and sizes. Guys come in all titles and careers. Guys come in all colors, all demographics. Uh, guys come in all sorts of different things. But here, here's the deal, Rain. At the end of the day, I'm going to break it down, man. A man is as a man does. Mm. It's really that simple. You know, so you can good. be LeBron James. We go, oh, he's the ultimate man. Or you could right. be a, an, uh, you could be a, what, what's the, what's that Marine, uh, the elite Marine squad called? I can't remember the name of it now. Marsock? Yeah, Marsock. You can be in Marsock and you can be a pansy. Yeah. But people go, whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't say that about that. Well, if you don't love your wife and it's true to your wife, and if yeah. you're not faithful to your kids, and if you don't live a life of integrity and honor, you are not a man. I don't care how well you can shoot your M4. Right. And this is hard for guys to understand. A man is as a man does. So good. It's really that simple. So and I'm good. so tired of guys trying to trust me, man, I played college football. I did all those things. Getting in these macho circles and trying to say you're a man, that's not what it is. It's right. This is the toxic side of ma of maleness. Yes. And so yes. a man is simply as a man does. And that's right. really, I, I just, I, you know, people go, well, you know, you're, you're a brown looking dude. I'm an Italian looking dude. I don't care what color a guy is. I don't care what country he lives in. I, that stuff doesn't matter. What matters when we go home, Rain, is are you loving your wife? I see you got a ring on your hand. That's are right. you loving your wife? Are you taking care of your kids? Are you investing in your community? Or are you the selfish child, my, uh, you know, minutia of the man you could be? You know what I'm saying? Yep. I used yep. the wrong word there, but you get the point. No, absolutely. In your book, you said, I could be a man today and do manly things and revert into boyish behaviors tomorrow. So I hear a lot of that in, in what you're saying. And that's spectacular. Thank you for yeah. speaking on that. And I wanted to bring this up to you, Jim. Um, I read a book called Daring Greatly. So fits in with I, the men in the arena, right? Because well, it's, ri it's written by a woman. It is. It's written by <laughs> Brene Brown. Yeah. yeah. So in it, she describes this this moment um, in her research where she's starting to dive into, hey, there you go. It's on awesome, my list man. to read. <laughs> awesome. You won't regret it. It's amazing. Okay. She I talks about there's uh, certain aspects in our lives that we cannot afford to get wrong. And we see this in parenting. So it's in the last part of that book. 
if parenting is so important to us and I have it wrong and you have it right, there's a lot at stake here, right? So I mm-hmm. will judge you and shame your parenting because it's different from mine. I can't be wrong. I have to be right in this. I see the same thing happen in, man- in manhood, right? So we look at other guys and there's so much at stake when you are putting this on the line, you're putting your own masculinity or your manliness, your manhood on the line. When you look at another man and look at him, you say, he's way different than I am. There's no way I have it wrong. He must be wrong and I must be right. So we start engaging in some shaming. Uh, we start believing these stupid ideas and ideals. And um, you, you kind of bring up in finding a definition for manhood that you have to cross religious racial, generational, geographical boundaries in order to target every single man that, you know, it's not, you got it wrong because I got it right. Or I got it right because you got it wrong. What do you got, Jim? Yeah. And you know, it's interesting because, uh, in the Christian world, which I'm a part of, and you're a part of, we tend to really uh, use churchianity and a lot of churchy terms. Right. And people often say, well, can you be a man without being a Christian? Of course you can. Hmm. I know some horrible Christians that I know horrible Christian men. And I right. know some wonderful guys that don't follow Jesus that are wonderful men, but yes. you can never be the apex. You mm. can never be the best version of you without radical devotion to Jesus Christ. Right. And, and here's why, man, because how can how, we have a God who made us? We have a God who loves us. We have a God who has a mission yes. for us. He has all these things for us. And how can we ever be so naive as to think that we can achieve our best version without radical devotion to our the ultimate officer, right? I mean, right. think about this. Uh, Jocko Welling wrote a book called Extreme Ownership. And in it, he goes back to his days at Ramadi. Ramadi yes. And he talks about a, a, a mission where he failed and there was some stuff he had to accept responsibility for. And and we are only as good as the people that we follow. Well, right. for us, we follow the ultimate man, Jesus Christ. So how can we ever be the man that God has called us to be without... See, my in my reign, my Christianity is so simple, bro. It is so simple. I'm like, listen, you dumb guy, just get (laughs) radical about Jesus. And if you get radical about Jesus, he'll make you into the best version of you. But you know what happens? You'll appreciate this. In Christianity, it's really weird. It's sick. Our view of Christianity is the more more religious I am, the weaker I am. Mm. But if you go talk to men who are involved in Islam, it's just the opposite. In Islam, the more religious you are, the more of a man you are. Which that's is right. which is weird because that's not a true that's not truth, but Christianity is truth. As a Christian man following Jesus, I think I mean I just did a forty eight mile death ruck in two days uh, at forty it's at fifty three years man. old. You know nuts. I'm doing one hundred eighty workouts straight in the next one hundred eighty days. Wow. You know hey I'll I'll get it. I'll, I'm doing I'm climbing the tallest mountain in Wyoming uh, in two weeks at a men's retreat. I will do what it takes because being to me being a Christian man does not make me soft. Right, it makes me better than I could ever be. And part of being that better man, bro, is I will cry. I will mm. hold children. I will hold babies. I will snuggle my wife. I yes. will watch God help me Hallmark movies with her. You yes. Know I mean? Yes. You know, I will tell my children I love them because Jesus, that pursuing the ultimate male and following his example, that's what makes me more of a man than I could ever be. I can be hard as hell and tender as mm. tender can be. Yes. Jim, you said this before you say it in every single podcast. And I love this. You say (laughs) when a man gets it, everyone wins. Yes. What does that mean? Yeah. So we're very fast rain in our culture to say men are the problem. Mm. And I agree. 
I think 90, 80 to 90 percent. In fact, a friend of mine, Wes Stafford, president of Compassion uh, International, uh, he oversaw the, the distribution of $950 million a year budget, two and a half million children a year they were, they were impacting. And right. he said, if you fix the man, you fix 80% of the world's problems. Wow. And so I believe that if you look at sex trafficking, if you look at war, you know, not the fighting the war, the causing of war. If yes. you look at, uh, if you look at all of these horrible genocide in Rwanda, Uganda, you look at all these horrible things in our world, unequivocally, they started with men. Mm. men, men are the problem. But if men are the problem, men are also the solution. That's right. You know, the, in America, you know, 80% or 85% of men in prison are fatherless kids. And so if you can fix the man, you can, you fix everything. In fact, statistically, we know that if a man gives his life to Jesus, there's a 93% chance his whole family will follow. But if the woman gives her life to Jesus, there's a 17% chance. That's crazy, man. Well, it's crazy because God, why God made it that way. And we're so easy to point a finger at men as a problem. Yes. But let's start taking care of men as a solution because when that man wins, Rain, yeah. you win his whole family. Yes. But that That's son right. of a gun is a stubborn Marine who <laughs> who he doesn't he doesn't freaking listen. But when you can yeah. get slap that guy into reality yeah. and he gets it, everything about his life changes. I love that. Every, every time. Man, I love your message, man. And I want to go ahead and jump into the next episode where we are going to talk about those five characteristics, protecting integrity, fighting apathy. That's probably my favorite one. Pursuing God passionately, the apex, leading courageously and finishing strong with an exclamation mark. So gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us. Go ahead and click on this video right here. We're going to go ahead and jump into the next one. If you haven't done so already, go ahead and check out iRainInLife.com. You'll be able to find more resources, podcasts, and other videos just like this one. Continue to march. Peace.